angels and demons, mythology and religion, heroes and monsters. These are the stories we create, the beings we fear and yet long to be. My name is Raven Burns Kushner, Wiccan artist and life coach. On this channel, I analyze our stories, gleaning the spiritual principles that help us live more successfully. I explore the darkness and the light, as both are important. And don't be afraid, unless of course that excites you. <laughs> Hello and welcome. If this is your first time here, my name is Raven Burns Kushner. On this channel, I review vampire and paranormal entertainment with an eye towards what we can learn as far as life lessons from these stories. Uh, I am an artist and a life coach, um, so let's dive into it. Today, I wanna talk about the top 10 celebrity vampires. Now, I wanted to do a little bit of a departure from what I normally talk about because this is really on my mind. As I've been painting, I've been looking at a lot of references, a lot of different people, and I thought, you know, what makes someone a vampire? What makes someone vampire material? So that gave me the idea to do this list. Before I get into all that, I wanted to give an update on my artwork. I did just com complete the last painting that I was working on. It was, uh, it is part of the Dark Gift series that I'm working on. And I had in mind the book, The Vampire Lestat, as I was working on it, because I'm reading that right now. And what I had in mind is when Lestat was first turned into a vampire and he was all alone because Magnus had died and he was getting to know his own powers. And he was really cut off from everything that he, everything and everyone that he had loved previously. So there was a sadness, but there was also this magnificent hope of what he could do in the future. So I was thinking about those emotions as I was making this painting. So I don't have a title for it yet, but it will be on the website shortly. All right, well, let's get into this list. So as I was going through the list of what I feel makes a a worthy vampire. I had 10 things on my list of criteria. Now this is in no particular order. I have my notes here so that I wouldn't forget anything. Um, but if they had one or several of these characteristics, they made it onto the list. All right. Number one is they appear much younger than their chronological age, right? Number two is they have a seemingly effortless or like a divine intervention almost as far as their career success. Number three is career longevity. So people who started working young and have been working ever since. Number four, of course, is stylish and fabulous. Number five is that they are beautiful and or magnetic in some kind of a way. And I have to admit, I was mainly thinking of the vampire Lestat as a character when I was coming up with this list because he is the quintessential and ultimate vampire, right? Number six is that they have a complicated relationship with religion. Now that's something that Lestat had. He had somewhat of a love-hate, which turned into a hate-hate relationship with religion. So I'll discuss that in some of the members of this list. Number seven is that they are attracted to the dark side and have been from a young age. That's key. 
Number eight is that they have a sense of the theatrical and or they were attracted to theater from a young age. Number nine is that they are influenced or seemingly influenced by the paranormal. And then number 10 is they would look great in fangs. <laughs> okay. All right, well, let's get into it. You know, another interesting thing about this list that wasn't planned but just happened is that almost everyone on this list has their birthday within a few days of the 20th, either like a two or three days before or two or three days after. That was really interesting. Of whatever month that they were born in, it's right in there, except for the top three. Now, all of the top three, all of them, regardless of their birthday month, have their birthdays in that first week, the first few days of their birthday month. So that, that was really interesting and weird. All right, <laughs> let's get started. Number 10, Vera Wang, right? Vera Wang looks so much younger than she is. And not only that, she seems to kind of always be surprised and shocked that people keep referencing her age. She's just like, this is just what I do. <laughs> you know, she's just awesome. and. As far as the seemingly easy success, she's one of these people that just seems to go from glory to glory. I mean, she was the youngest editor of Vogue and she walked into it basically right out of right out of school. She got her job as the youngest editor of Vogue. Um, and then she went from there. She went on to, uh, you know, after editing magazines, she went on to work for Ralph Lauren and then she went on to have her own um, line, of course. Uh, she was born actually on June 27th, 1949. She's a cancer. This is interesting. We have a few cancers on the list. She was inducted into the Fashion Hall of Fame uh, recently uh, through Biden, President Biden. And it's funny because Biden uh, said that he looked at his wife's closet and all he could see is Vera Wang. Like apparently uh, his wife is a huge Vera Wang fan as well. What really clinched the deal for me are a couple different things. Uh, one is that she, in her wedding line, which is what she's known for, she has other businesses, but she's known for her wedding line. She came out in 2012 with a black wedding collection, which I thought, okay, she's, she's on the list, right? And then in 2019, she did it again, where she created an unconventional wedding line and none of the dresses in that collection are white. So they're all kinds of various colors, anything but white, which is like, that is a badass vampire move. So she is definitely on the list. The final thing that really clinched it was she has a pantry filled with only orange food for no other reason than that she thinks orange food is fabulous. Hello. <laughs> Number nine, Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell was born May 22nd, 1970. So she is a Gemini. She was bullied as a child. And that's another thing that a lot of the people have in common. A lot of them were bullied as kids, um, which is gonna happen to you when you stand out in some way, it's just people gonna hate, right? <laughs> so she was bullied as a child for being ugly of all things. She was called olive oil. She made it onto the list because she is the only person that I know of who has just continued to model like, most of them, you know, have to stop in their mid to late 20s because that's just the life cycle of a model. But she and she's not just modeling like special kind of collections like for old people or something like she's just models. She was recently in an Alexander McQueen uh, fashion show just along with all the other models. She's just 
amazing. She definitely has unbelievable charm. Like when you see interviews with her, you can never imagine that she does any of the things that she's accused of, like throwing cell phones at folks and stuff. But she does do that, right? She's got that vampire temper. I do not cross her. And it, when it flares up, it flares up. And when it's gone and dissipated, she's the most charming, like ridiculously charming person. And her voice, her voice is one of those that could lure people to their deaths. So she could definitely, definitely pull off being a vampire, <laughs> right? All right, awesome. Number eight is Lenny Kravitz. Now, Lenny Kravitz is just beautiful and he's just on any list that I would have. <laughs> he was born May 26, 1964. So he is also another Gemini. He just looks awesome. And what really clinched the deal though is not just what he looks like, it's the fact that he is 58 years old and he hasn't been sick in 37 years, right? Hasn't been sick in 37 years. Now, he claims that he exercises and eats a vegan diet whatever, I eat a vegan diet too. So what happened to me, right? No, Lenny drinks the blood of the innocent, right? I stand by that. Number seven is Alexander McQueen. Now, Alexander McQueen, he first caught my eye just because of what he makes. Like he makes clothes that look like they belong on vampires and that's why I love his stuff. He was born uh, March 17th, 1969. So he's a Pisces. Now he unfortunately walked into the sun, so to speak. So we didn't get to see, you know, what he would have done later on. Um, so the career longevity would have been there, but we can't really speak to that because, you know, he took himself out of this world, but he was one of those that never wavered. It's not like he found himself later in life. Like he knew from the get go what he was going to do and he bet on himself and he just did it. He quit school at 16 and decided he wanted to take tailoring classes because he knew he wanted to, to work in that. So that was a bold move because his family was not wealthy, right? So just to say, well, I'm just gonna be a fashion designer is like, you know, he had to really believe in himself and he did. He took his tailoring courses, got internships right away and in, in some of the best places to get an internship and then just sort of seamlessly strolled into that and started his own label. Now at one point he did approach Central St. Martin's, which is, if not the, it is definitely one of the top fashion design schools in the world, right? He approached them not to take classes, but to teach <laughs> when he was 21 years old because he felt that he was that badass. They loved him, they liked him, but they like, you aren't old enough to teach here, but they did let him take classes there, so he ended up getting his MFA. So that kind of incredible boldness and self-confidence put him on the list aside from his vampire fashions, <clears throat> but also the fact that he has this prankster or had this prankster kind of uh, personality. Supposedly he sewed some obscenities into the clothing of uh, some clothes that were designed for, made for Prince Charles. So that's a pretty risky thing to do, but he did it because he wanted to do it and it kind of reminded me of when Lestat in the interview with the vampire series scratched the X's on the, the X on the face of the mayor just because he was pissed <laughs> and he just knew he could get away with it. Stop time. He just scratched the X in his face, went on about his business. 
because he could. <laughs> right. All right, number six is Cassandra Peterson, AKA Elvira. Of course she's on the list, right? She is a, va a vampire. <clears throat> she's on the list for many reasons. A, just because of her body of work. She is and has always been interested in horror. Um, she is also a huge fan of AMC show. So um, there was an after show with her on it and she talked about how much she loved the show. She's another one that just seemed to sort of walk glory to glory <clears throat> as far as her career. Um, but before I get into that, she was born September 17th, 1951. So she is a Virgo. At the age of 71, she is still dating. She recently came out, so congratulations to her. She's really happy with her girlfriend and really happy that she doesn't have to hide any longer. Um, but as far as her career, she just sort of, you know, knew what she wanted to do as well and just went into it. I mean, after she graduated from high school, she knew she wanted to perform. She had fallen in love with horror at the age of eight after watching House on Haunted Hill. Um, she wanted to work in Vegas for whatever reason. She saw an Elvis movie and just fell in love with that whole world. She went to Vegas right after she graduated. She somehow talked her parents into going there as a trip. So they, they went ahead and did that for her. She ended up meeting somebody. They hired her, worked in Vegas, actually met Elvis, right? A fluke of flukes. A friend of a friend was having some sort of party. She shows up at the party and Elvis is there. Elvis talks to her and says, you gotta get out of Vegas. This is like a dead end. If you wanna make a real career, you gotta get out of here. And so she took his advice and which she probably wouldn't have taken anyone else's advice, she said, but coming from Elvis, her like idol, she took the advice and she is who she is today. All right, number five is David Desmalchian. Now, I did not know who he was prior to the after show from AMC's interview with the vampire. They had sort of a celebrity fan show, and he was one of the fans, along with Cassandra Peterson. So he was on the show. And what stuck out to me about him is he showed up dressed as a vampire. I mean, or vampire chic, as I like to say black eyeliner, black, you know, nail polish, all black clothes, hot as hell. And it's funny because one of the other guests was like, I think David is the only one who actually is a real vampire. And what I loved about his answer is he neither confirmed nor denied that, nor did he laugh. He's like, he didn't say yes or no, but he's like, I think that possibility excites you. Hello. <laughs> That's a vampire answer if ever I heard one. So started loving him right off the bat. So he was born July 21st, 1975. So he is another cancer on the list. He unfortunately did have a bout with heroin. And that is something that some of the other ones do have in common as well, like Naomi um, and, and the others that I have on this list had some sort of a bout with chemical substances, which isn't that unusual. I mean, our world is so sad. It's almost like, why isn't everyone on drugs? Because the stuff that we have to deal with as humans is pretty heavy. So anyway, he did have that happen to him. He was also bullied as a child. He has vitiligo, and so he has spots. He called them on his body. Um, from the lack of pigmentation. And as a child, they called him polka dot and stuff like that. But what's really cool is one of his roles, he got a role on Suicide Squad 
and he was a character whose spots were his superpower. How cool is that? Like how divinely inspired is that? Like that is so awesome. And of course he starred in The Dark Knight, which was filming in Chicago, which is where he was when he was at his low point. So just an awesome person, um, awesome because of basically what his life became. You know, started off, you know, he could have definitely ended up a statistic, but he ends up being a modern day vampire. And I know that he recently wrote a comic book series, so that's really cool too. So check that out. Number four is Sam Reed, of course, Sam Reed. Now you may wonder why he's not higher on the list. And I think when you hear the other names, you'll understand. But Sam Reed was born February 19th, 1987. He is a Pisces. He, he doesn't look like, like in real life, the, the person you would say, oh, he's a vampire, you know, he's pretty clean cut. His favorite designer is Burberry, which is a lot more, you know, conservative clothes, whatever. But he wanted to be a vampire his whole life. So he says that being Lestat is living out a childhood dream. He dressed as a vampire every year for Halloween. He had fangs before the show of his own, right? So he's definitely destined to play Lestat, not just because of how he looks, which of course he's perfect, but because this is something that was in his soul and in his consciousness. And as far as going from glory to glory in his career, he definitely has that quality as well. He's one of these actors that started working right away. Like he went to London to go to acting school and he started working in a movie right out of graduation, like worked on a movie called Anonymous. And I looked at his IMBD and he's been working every year ever since. So that's unusual. Um, of course, he has the chops for it. He's talented. He's beautiful. So of course, <laughs> that is his path, but he's awesome and definitely would make a wonderful vampire in real life. Number three is Nicolas Cage. Now, Nicolas Cage might actually be a vampire, okay? He was born, and also his nickname was Nikki. Hello. <laughs> If you're familiar with the books, you understand why that's funny. He was born January 7th, 1964. He is a Capricorn. He was also bullied as a young kid on the school bus. And how he handled his bullying is amazing. So he was known as Nicky Coppola at the time because he is the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola, the director. He was bullied and so the way he took care of it is he he put on some motorcycle boots and a black leather jacket and showed up at school with dark sunglasses pretending to be his own cousin and he basically threatened all the kids that were bullying him and said if i hear of any of you threatening my cousin i'm going to kick your ass right and they believed him apparently the bullying stopped i've never heard of anything like that that is definitely something that a vampire would do but what clenches the deal for Nicolas Cage is he fell in love with New Orleans, just like Anne Rice, right? So ever since he went there, he has done projects close to there and he owns property there. One of which is he bought, he bought the Lollery Mansion previously owned by serial killer, Madame Delphine Lollery. Yes, he doesn't own it anymore, 
but he did own it. And he does own a cemetery where the infamous voodoo queen Marie Laveau rests now. If that weren't enough, there was an actual rumor about him being a vampire because some old photo surfaced from the 19th century looking exactly like Nicolas Cage. So there was a rumor floating around that he actually is a vampire. And I agree. He claims that he looked in the mirror afterwards to see if he saw a reflection. So he confirmed that he's not a vampire. But we all know that that's some BS because those are just rumors. Lestat and Louis both have reflections, right? All of this stuff about crosses and holy water and no reflections is nonsense, right? Nicolas Cage is a vampire. All right, number two. We're getting close to number one. Number two is Marilyn Manson. Now, I went back and forth about him being number one because he would not have to make any adjustments <laughs> if he were turned into a vampire. He basically was born to be a vampire. He has a complicated relationship with religion. He went to religious schools as a child, but he was one of these kids that asked a lot of questions. He you know, wasn't getting the answers that satisfied him. And he basically rejected the whole thing and he considers himself an atheist now. Um, his birthday is January 5th, 1969. So he is also a Capricorn like Nick Cage. Um, so in his life as a Christian, in a Christian school, he was also bullied. And, and that's another thing that messed with his faith is like, he's like, here I am in this Christian school and I'm getting my ass kicked every day. You know, he was bullied mercilessly, right? He ended up getting kicked out of the Christian school for putting a dildo in the teacher's desk. Definitely a vampire thing to do. He ended up getting transferred as a teen to this other school, a regular school. And he tells the story in Celebrity Ghost Stories, which I used to watch religiously. And I remember his episode where he talked about getting involved with the paranormal by accident. So if I can, I'm gonna try to put a clip of that because at the end he calls himself a monster and that's long before any of the accusations that are out there about him now. So I think that's interesting. And, and although he says he's an atheist, he does seem to have a little bit of a belief in the danger of the paranormal, which I think is really interesting. And he admits to dabbling in all that kind of stuff. And I don't know if that had an effect on him or not. It's really impossible to say. But in any case, he would be absolutely perfect as a vampire, and he may actually also already be a vampire. <laughs> okay. Number one, finally, is somebody who I really did not follow. Obviously, I know who he is. He was never really on my radar. But as I started researching him, I'm like, of, of course, why have I not been following this man? Alice Cooper. <laughs> is number one. Alice Cooper is definitely one of those in his career that went from glory to glory to glory. He was born February 4th, 1948. Shows no sign of slowing down, still tours. He started a group, a band called Hollywood Vampires. So he, if that alone wasn't enough, then I don't know what else to say. He definitely went from glory to glory. He started a band in high school called the Earwigs, where he, because he, he fell in love with the Beatles and their success when he saw them uh, perform. 
And before that, he was a cross-country track star. So that's why he didn't get bullied. He was a track star and a rock star in high school, <laughs> right? So he had no problems. He eventually moved to Phoenix with his family because he had asthma and they felt like the drier climate would be better for him. Started a band there with his friends started playing in clubs like he just never had a problem like he just seemed to just go from gig to gig and watching him in interviews he's just one of these people that just just is like he's not nervous he's not he doesn't get upset he's just he's just amazing so he definitely incorporated horror obviously and theatricality in his show from the very beginning even in high school they had a a guillotine that they used in their performance in high school. He was able to do this. And, and obviously now he has the, his own touring and he has the Hollywood vampires. So he's definitely one of these people that is, could have been a vampire for sure. What's interesting though about him is almost like he evolved into whatever the next level of evolution of vampire would be. Like that's why he ended up being number one because he just has his life together. He's been married for over 40 years. He was an alcoholic, but never had a problem. Like he was always a functioning alcoholic. Now he did end up getting sober. He went to rehab twice and the second time it stuck. And he just sort of knew, he said he had just a, an overwhelming feeling inside that he would never again struggle with alcohol and he never has, right? And what really also clinched it is that he ended up giving advice to Marilyn Manson. And Marilyn Manson was married to Dita Von Teese for a little bit and he was actually really upset when the relationship broke up because he didn't want to get a divorce. And so he approached Alice Cooper because Alice, Alice Cooper has been married for 40 years and they had just a real conversation about it, relationships and stuff like that. So it's almost like he's like the, the grandfather of them all. <laughs> like he is the leader and he's, still, he's a Christian now, he says, uh, you know, devout Christian. He still does all of his stunts, but it's almost like to him, it's just like, this is just what he does. <laughs> you know and i just think that he is at that top level like it's almost like he has transcended all of the antics and to him it's all just a lot of fun and he just enjoys it so i definitely think that he's number one <laughs> all right so that's my list let me know if there's anybody that i left out i'm sure there's a bunch of honorable mentions in my head like David Bowie, for example, and others. So if there's somebody else you think should have been on the list, let me know in the comments. Check out my website. I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching, spiritual coaching, art coaching, and I also sell inspiring art. So check that out when you have a chance. Till next time, love yourself and love yourself well. See you then. Bye-bye. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you did enjoy today's discussion. Visit paintselflove.com to book a coaching appointment or to buy some inspirational art. Until next time, love yourself and love yourself well. Blessed be.